Hey, it's me, Gary. Previously on the Adventure Zone graduation, the Thundermen were called before a tribunal of the Unbroken Chain. It originally was to determine their worthiness as potential members, but very quickly it turned into a trial for the Commodore. The Commodore, by the way, is Argo's mortal enemy and also the person Argo blames for his mother's death. The Thundermen challenged him and he quickly melted down and threatened to attack the whole unbroken chain before Fitzroy froze him. At which point he muttered some kind of command word and that's when Grey the Demon Prince appeared. So first, when at, here at the start, I want to answer a question that ended the last episode. And Griffin, you asked, what door did Gray step through? And the answer is not the door to the cavern that you are in, but rather a door that seemed to be ripped open in the fabric of space. I figured and, it was one of them space doors. Yes, now he stepped through, and now he is here, uh, and it seemed to have closed behind him, but it is very reminiscent of the tear that the Zorn fell through. Oh, okay. Man, mm. I haven't thought about that Zorn in a, in a grip. And Grace says, this is frustrating, if I'm being honest. If I'm being honest, this is... Put me in a real pickle, gentlemen. <sighs> I I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm at a loss here because on the one hand, <sighs> the Commodore revealing that we are in league with each other is a whole thing that's going to make, you know, it's, 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 what's the point of having a mole when everyone's like, that's the mole, right? But at the same time, I do need, I do need him for, like, the whole war thing. Well, I mean, you, you can't blame us because you picked a crappy mole. You know what I mean? Like, it's not our fault that your mole stinks, you know? And it's never I mean, a good idea to pick at a mole, really and truly. Gross. I... I mean, you guys were the ones who pressed the issue. Come on, they, take a we little barely press. It took nothing for this dude to fall over. It was, it was gray. It was literally nothing. You picked a bad mole. <sighs> you could have been, just been cool. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> so what do I do? Right? I can't kill you. <sighs> kill him? I mean, I'm just saying. Or us? I'm confused. Well, no, yeah, I, I need him. Right? He's like. Like a, a good like naval officer, and I'm planning a war. Come on, I can't. Oh, okay, wait yeah. a minute! I hadn't even There's gonna be that. water fighting too in our war. Uh, probably. Guys, did you um, 
Did you know there's going to be water? I don't know anything about water fighting. I had hoped. I mean, because of my naval background. You know, I was thinking, oh, "Oh, hope there's a water battle. Hope there's a water battle. You know. Fearable, can you turn into like an orca whale? Let's. (gasps) I feel like my wheels are spinning now. I have not seen this. I must see the animal. Hmm. Here is a list of animals I have seen. Let's see. Ooh, short. Weirdly short list. There's no aardvarks on here. Dog, dog. Did I do dog? I've seen cat. I have seen Gary. He's not animal. Um, He's can we animal. pick this back up in? Sorry, just, Greg, yes. sorry. A few sorry, minutes. Sorry. Yeah. This Does is also tricky. I have a picture of the orca whale. I'll draw you a very convincing one, Gray. We are so sorry. Go ahead. It is just that, like, also now. The 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 unbroken chain, like nose, that like conclusively I it's a Wait, thing. You know you about know? the unbroken chain? Oh, I guess I have Commodore a mo- Ar- yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah keep up, Arco. And now, oh, like, sorry. I have. Ugh, he was gonna do a whole thing where he like called you guys liars and like convinced them not to help you, and you fucking blew that up. Language. <sighs> sorry, I'm just a little po'd right now. Yes. Sure. I have a suggestion. Why don't you quit? At, oh, you know, like fine. surrender surrender to us and well, give up your you big plan of a not, war. You know that's not That's not going to. That's nothing. That's nothing. Why don't you quit, huh? How about that? Well, well yeah, I mean, you're the one who's, who's got the problem. Why should I quit? Uh, who is so sorry, who's hearing this conversation? Uh, well, you would imagine everyone. Okay. Uh, but you have not checked in on the other members. I mean, what is the, their reaction to that? I, I don't know that anybody else in this room knows who this this being is. But the Commodore uh, does. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Uh, everyone oh. is uh, fairly, like, I would say taken aback, but also, like, taking it in. Okay. Right? They have been around powerful despots before. They have dealt with threats before. They are not new to, uh, you know, body language-wise, like, picking up a threat has just entered the room. They see the way that you three are interacting, the way that you have reacted. They are just coming off of, like, the Commodore having some kind of big explosion and threatening them. So everyone is, uh, I would say, coiled like a spring. Okay. I have a suggestion. Make them forget. Hmm. There is a way. The unbroken chain said that if we failed this test, then we would be, um, our memories of them would be erased. So someone has the ability to do this. I... I can't help but disagree with my friend here, and maybe we should have a sidebar conversation before we start offering up our memories to Not the ours. demon prince. No. We know the situation. Oh. The memories of the others. Things will go back to how they were before. I would love it if they would be on our team in vanquishing the demon prince. This will not happen, and if I understand this struggle becoming public 
is not what we agreed to with Gray. He could smash us now if he wishes. Oh, yeah, just to chime in, that is absolutely true. Chaos would be pissed, um, but I could. I could absolutely do that. Hmm. Was was Gray kind of British before? No one is quite sure. Okay. Uh, I, I think Gray was British in the way that Fitzroy is British, in that I've never done a British accent for him. I've just been kind of proper. <laughs> hello, hello, it's me, hello, Gray please. the Demon Prince. Um, yeah, What's listen, all this then, apples and pears? Uh, Gray, listen, you challenged us to a war. Part of uh, war. Yes, I did. Yes. Part of war is organizing your forces. You're trying to do that. We're trying to do that. Right now, you are interfering in our war effort. And you can do that in the same way that you could squash us like a bug right now. But you want a great war. And if you step in on our our war efforts, including our attempts at subterfuge, then then you're you're sullying that. It will not be a true war. It will you be did give us orchestrated. Months, right? Yeah. That is an excellent point. And now I'm British again. <laughs> you know, here's, here's what I'm thinking. I, hmm, I will leave you your troops. But, yes, I'm just going to slow you down a bit. Now, before I act, I would like to say, up till now, it's it's been contentious between us. I, I recognize that, and you know what? I will accept partial responsibility for this. Fitzroy, mm. I'd like you to know I am open to accepting you to Team Grey. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know... This was, I, I, listen, things got heated. Things have been bad before us, but between us. But before all this broke bad, before the cowards decided to ruin everything, I was grooming you, right? I was going, I, I was bringing you on, you know, slowly to Team Gray, warming you up. I was going to have you be, you know, like one of, one of mine. And then Higglemist, blew that to shit, but if you could see your way to it, you know, I, I've been there for you up till now. I've helped you out. I've, I've, you know, contributed, and I would still accept you onto my team. I am already the member of a team, and this team is awaiting S-Corp status confirmation from the treasury department so until we hear back from the secretary of state um i will have to decline a thunderman rolls hard rolls to guys hold on help me think of something cool to say like the th thunderman never say die or like something cool to say um i have a you'll be hearing from our legal team that's good Ooh. well chills the blood doesn't it <laughs> Fitzroy, I would caution you not to deny me lightly. You've gotten used to certain comforts, and I could take that away. Your beloved crepe machine in the cafeteria? 
<laughs> I gave that, and I could take it away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that would be. Um, it would be the the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. So thank you for for sparing me that punishment. I don't think you know what chaos has made me capable of, Gray. Ooh. Now that, I, that was a chilling, ooh, ooh, I got goose pimples. That, that gave me a bit of a buzz, a bit of a tingle. Okay. I'm, gl- I'm glad I could do that for you. It wasn't, well, a th- it, it wasn't a threat. It was merely an observation. Our power comes from the same source, Gray. You, you know nothing of what I'm capable of. Now, I just want to make sure that uh, Unbroken Chain, everyone in the back heard that, right? That one of your new members, if I'm not mistaken, his power comes from chaos. So just let that simmer for a moment. Now that we've reached that point in the conversation, thank you so much for that, uh, Fitzroy. So now I'm going to take the Commodore and go. Um, You all take some time because you will have plenty of it. And he begins stepping backwards till he is standing next to the Commodore. I am going to attack the Commodore with Ice Knife. (laughs) I'm going to say, I'm trying to think of how to translate this to the fact that Gray is standing right next to him. Well, so here's what I'll say. Do a sleight of hand check first to see if you can cast it without Gray noticing. Okay. Hell yeah, 18 plus 2, 20. Okay, yeah, so you can cast it without him noticing. Okay. So now uh, roll against the Commodore's AC or whatever ice knife the check is. I'm going to cast it as a third level spell. Ooh. 17 plus, ha, plus 7. Well, I mean, that definitely, that hits for sure. Uh, and then that is a, let me just use the roller here, rather than try to pick around for a D10, because who knows, right? Yeah. Who even knows what that that looks like? Uh, that is a uh, six, and you have to make a dexterity saving throw. Well, he is currently frozen, so that's going to be a disadvantage for sure. Wait, I... On the hit, the target takes 1d10 piercing damage. So that's a six. The shard then explodes. The target and each creature within five feet of it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. Okay, yeah, the Commodore fails. For sure. Uh, But Gray rolled an 18. So I'm going to say that that he succeeds. Okay, so the damage is seven from that. Um, and I think that the cold damage increases by 1d6 for each level, so I need to roll two more d6. Whoa, Jesus Christ. Are we trying to kill the Commodore? I, what the fuck do we have to lose? Honestly, we all know where we stand here. It's a cool, oh my god, 11. That's fantastic. Fantastic. Okay, so that's, uh, 18 points of damage. I, I cast an ice knife when no one's looking. And I 
chuck into the, uh, into the Commodores. Well, you tell me, depending on how many hit points he has. Either it went into his butt <laughs> or it went into his eyeball. I'm going to say eight, 18 points of damage. It's uh, fairly significant. I'm going to say it uh, pierces. And that is for the cold damage. That's just for the cold damage. He also took... What was it? What did I say? Seven, six, six piercing 24, damage. 24 damage total. Uh, and I'm going to fuck say, that guy. Yeah, I'm going to say that that is a uh, that that cold damage, especially. I'm going to give that kind of a uh, a uh, like frostbite kind of feel, you know, internally. It's going to hit him in his, let's say, left shoulder. Um, and it's going to do some lasting damage. You know, he's still frozen, but maybe like a <laughs> kind of escapes and a single tear rolls down his face. But Gray is significantly pissed about this. Well, I was hoping it wouldn't get nasty, but here we are. Uh, and Fearbulg, I'm going to need you to make a fairly high uh, dex save for me. Okay. Wish you wouldn't tell me how high it needs to be. I feel like it throws <laughs> off my dice trajectory. I like to prepare you. Uh, 16 plus, uh, two, 18. And you, as well as, uh, Mosh, Ramos, and Crabtree, um, in the blink of an eye, uh, four onyx daggers fly across the room, um, and hit you all in the shoulder. And you're going to take six points of damage as well. Uh, and you feel a buzz, a tingle, and then a numbness in in your uh, left arm. Mm. And you are poisoned. Hey. Um, and so until that gets taken care of, uh, y- your, your left arm is going to be um, useless to you. Um, and, uh, that kind of numbness, you can feel it very slowly creeping, uh, uh, further and further into your body. You have all seen this. Let there be no doubt about what we face. If you had doubts before when we entered, let them be gone now. This is... Four. Ah, so have some time to yourselves. Talk to them about it. Maybe see to those wounds. Ugh. And uh, yes, so we'll check back in in a little while. Bye. And he tears another rip uh, in the fabric of space and time. Can we see anything? I'm very, I want to know about this rip. So I, if I could bullet time it for like a second here before he closes the rip. Do we see through this rip? Roll a perception check for me. That's not going to be good. Actually, I've uh, three points in perception. Uh, 14 plus two, 16. uh, 13 plus three, 16. Weird. Yeah, so uh, both of you are able to see beyond this. uh, What, what in, in, you know, a sliver of space uh, large enough for him and the Commodore to pass through, uh, a window into uh, what you would describe as a nightmare. Um, that it is the, the angles are all wrong. Um, the color palette hurts your head to look at. It is difficult to perceive. 
Does it look like our plane of existence? Not at all. Fantastic. Okay. Um, and as he and the Commodore disappear through the rift. Argo throws a spidey tracer through the rift. That is nothing. Oh, the, does he- <laughs> you do not I have thought that was sp- an actual magic item that you had acquired at some no, point. No, it's a thing Spider-Man has, Griffin. Oh, I see, I see, I see. It's a thing Spider-Man does. And the tear in space closes behind Gray, but that's not all that closes. You see, every time you have gone to the Unbroken Chain headquarters, you have entered the blacksmiths, they've turned off the fire, you've crossed through the forge and passed through a shimmering veil to enter the cavern. Except now the shivering except now the shimmering veil is gone. And all that's left is a blank rock wall. So are we trapped? Yes. Is everyone still in here with us? Yep. And just a reminder, not only was the fear ball kit, but so was Mosh, Ramos, and Crabtree. Um right. I'm uh Argo does some uh, medicine check on the fear bulb. Okay. Is that, you is that a... You got a roll? Okay. Were you about to say, is that a thing? <laughs> 17 minus one, 16. Um, so you are able to stop the bleeding with that um, and, and remove the onyx dagger uh, without too much blood loss, but uh, the poison is still an ongoing concern. I give him the potion of poison resistance. Well, it's a little too late for that. <laughs> resistance you need before the poisoning. Cure you need after. Okay. But if anybody else tries to poison me, fuck yeah. them. Yeah, no good. way, pal. No um, way. Okay, so um, who's in charge of getting the door? Let's start delegating because we're boned. Can anyone get the door back open from this side, or are we buried in a sort of, is it a sepulchral sort of situation? Uh, Jackal steps over and is looking at the wall with you and says, unfortunately, the the doorway was built by a member that is not here with us currently and has not attended a meeting in many, many years. Higglemas connected that, and no one here has the knowledge of how to reconnect the passage. I can take a swing at it. You know about transdimensional travel. No, but sometimes when I cast spells, funny stuff happens. So maybe we'll get very, very lucky. Sure. No, let's not waste time. Um, yeah, you'd probably explode something and kill yes, everybody. It's, it's, yes. it's not a good idea to do in a very enclosed space. Marie, can you do something to help the, the the poisoned party members. Uh I I will attempt to slow it, but without my supplies, without um, you know potions, I I can't just cure poison. Uh, let me see what I can do. And uh, oh, that's a very good roll. Um, so she is able to slow uh the poison, and she is able to get you, Fearbolg, back on your feet. Uh, but it takes a lot of her magic just to get you to a point where your head is not swimming anymore and uh, you are able uh, to move steadily. The other, uh, she moves to work on Mosh and Ramos and Crabtree. You were just the first person she came to. Master Fieldbook, I must say, of all of us that I expected to pop off, you were literally last on the list. I am surprised but delighted by your 
your chutzpah. I tired of the talking. <laughs> You're a furbolg of action. Mm. This was calculated. There were a lot of powerful people in that room, and I thought it was a good time to do some brand building. <laughs> uh I think you accomplished that goal swimmingly. Uh, is the is the space cat swimming? I won't be able to do this anymore. It's only just occurred to me. Well, I mean, With we'll only get you one arm. We'll get you back. I will not swim oh, again. Hey, now, come on! The what cool kind of talk? waters shall not grace my skin? I am landborn. Um. Is the is the uh, riff the the space cat the the see through cat the dimensionally traveling cat? Yes, yeah, uh, he's still here. the dimensionally traveling kitty cat is still there. I named okay. him Schrodinger. Did you? That's yeah. a cute name. I thought that was kind of cute. Um, is there anything you hit, sweet, sweet, sweet? Meow. Um, I'm good to animals. This I want you to meet my spectral. Crab. His name is Snippers. <laughs> Snippers, will you vouch? Travis's greatest vocal challenge. <laughs> so, so Snippers, they start tell- kissing. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> no, no, <Wow>. no. <laughs> um, Snippers, if you could just tell the cat, like, discern if the cat can j- jump, use his dimension leaping magic to get us all out of this room. I'm saying this out loud, and it sounds pretty silly, actually. And, you know, it's difficult to tell on a crab's face, but the impression you get is, I'll try. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a, oh, all right, pulls man. A, he pulls out a cigarette, takes his coat off. <laughs> all right, let's see. Oh, there's a lot of language barriers here, my man. <laughs> I got to translate from human to crab to kitty and back. Um, if only there was someone here who could talk to animals. Well, we're letting him rest. I'll, I'll take a shot at it. Um, meow, 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 meow. You kissed your mother with that mouth? <laughs> uh, sorry, with that meowth. Um, so, um, through, I will say, through communication between your psychic link with Snippers and uh, the Fearbulk still having that, uh, the connection, the speak with animals on, uh, the cat gets the general impression and says, Feast jerky? You hold, um, are you, uh, Argo, are you holding? Uh, yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> I never go to a meeting without fish jerky. This would be, let's see, ooh, tilapia. This I hope a- everybody else in the room is looking at us like, what the fuck are you guys they doing? Are, they're all, like, tending to their wounded friends and, like, looking for passages, out, and, like, every time they just keep looking at them, like, they've lo- oh, no, they've lost it. This is how Thunderman do- does it, does business. Oh, I got carp. You want carp or tilapia? Tilapia. Oh, I can't say no to you. So the cat eats the jerky, disappears. Mission oh. accomplished. I destroyed the cat. Yeah, but how old was that jerky, my man? Well, no. Well, I mean, who can tell with jerky, right? And Jacko comes over and says, um. Some of the other members have expressed concern. What 
in the sweet holy hell are you doing with the kitty? Uh, here, I'll be honest. Here's, here's where I'm at. First of all, you invented the perfect dungeon trap. And then we all got caught in it. So I don't really see how any of this is our fault. But secondly... It's supposed to be like a panic. We're we're miles away from the school. If we ever, like... It's a panic room. Uh, It's awesome because I feel very panicked right now. So well done. Um, But also that the kitty cat can um, teleport. Oh, man. It does sound pretty goofy, huh? Yes. If I'm being honest, I'm a bird person. Yes. I'm a bird man, and a teleporting cat does sound pretty da- And then the cat reappears. Meow. And uh, around his uh, neck, there's a, uh, a little uh, mirror hung, like a little mirror on a chain about uh, two or three inches wide. Um, I, we pick it up. Uh, hello, is it Fitzroy? Fitzroy, it's Hig. Hig. Hig, Hig, Higgle, Miss Wigginstaff? Yes? I've Do literally you know? never called, I've never called you Hig. I've never heard anyone call you Hig. Oh, they used to call me Hig when I was younger, and now I'm younger again, and it, it feels bad. Higgle, Miss. I, it's okay. Higgle, Miss. Okay, hey, what's up? Hey. Uh, you're, um, well, I guess I could ask you, the, you're trapped in the, in the cave, right? Yeah, any way you could come and just pop the door for us and let us out. We have some very poisoned party members in here. Well, um this is kind of like a a like a good news, bad news, good news, bad news situation. So bad news, I can't open it. Good news, cool. I can tell you how to open it. Bad news, you'll have to move th- through a hell dimension. Good news, not that far. It's a lot of news, Higglemiss. Yeah. Um. So basically, it's not just a portal; it's a tunnel. Um. And and so you have to kind of open up both ends of the tunnel. <sighs> right. Um. Hell dimension. Is that something me and my comrades are going to be able to? Survive or um it depends on how fast and quiet you you can move. But not far, like I said, not far. Like a hundred yards to get That's to- wicked far. That's super wicked far when you're talking about a hell dimension. Uh I did say it was bad news. Alright. Uh is everyone else hearing this in the room? Yes. Well, I don't we don't have much choice, do we? It's that, or some of us die very quickly from poison, and then the rest of us eat them. Well, I, hell, it, I'm Team Hell Dimension. Well, you wouldn't want to eat someone if they'd been poisoned. I know that's the, the that was the realization that pushed me over to Team Hell Dimension. Oh, well, that says a lot about you. And okay, okay, it's it's fairly straightforward. Um, and he passes on to you the very magical, complicated language that you need to say. To open up the portal and the hand movements. And you get it. You know what I mean? Like, I could try to communicate it to the audience, but it's so, like, cool looking. Very, like, Doctor Strange level. You know what I mean? Cool stuff. Yeah, you get it. The Crimson Bands of Sutorak. Exactly. You know what? Dad can do it better than I could. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, Now, 
so now you know how to open it on your end. What kind of preparation are you going to do? I mean, who's running through this thing? Because I imagine one of us might be the quietest, but also if something bad happens in that 100-yard stretch, it would probably be better to have safety in numbers. But like Master Fearbo, do you even feel up to this? I will be fine. Okay. Is, uh, is this something? All right. Here's a suggestion. How about if I go through first, use my amazing uh, rogue stalking and sneaking skills. It's bad. Go it's to the, already bad. Go, go the hundred yards, open up the portal, and then everybody just run like crazy across the hundred yards. Yeah, and then only some of us will be picked up by sort of flying demons and taken to their lava bed. Well, I didn't say it was a flawless plan. Yeah, yes. Um, I mean, I can turn invisible, so I'm good. You can turn other people invisible too, though, can't you? I can, but it'll take me like, th- how many people are in the room? It'll take me like three or four days. <laughs> well, so looking around the room, Mosh... Ramos and Crabtree are still very much not up to traveling. Um, Marie needs to stay with them as she is tending to their wounds. So that leaves you with Jackal, Sabor, the Tortle, and Dakota. I mean, everyone's going to have to go through this tunnel, right? If well, but no once way you that... open up both ends, it will oh, become it... a portal once more. Okay. All right. Um, then the yeah. we three are the only ones that really need to go, right? Jackal, I mean, you're pretty sneaky. I, I I can travel with you boys if you want to. You don't need to do this on your own. Okay. Then that's three. Uh I have I can turn all four of us invisible. Uh it's gonna tap me basically for the day on everything else. So no more no more spells from this from this guy once I do that, but I can do it. You don't need to worry about me. But it's an even number, a nice even number. Is that how magic works? Well, no, but I can do it at two people at a time. Oh, I see. So I may as well make you invisible. Don't be proud just because you're the sneakiest no, bird I was in the just world. No, but... I was trying to save your spell slots. No, no, no. It's all oh, good. It's all good. I, okay. What are, what are those? Spell slots? You needn't worry about it, boy. It's something only the kinku have. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, okay. I mean, that ought to do it, right? Yeah. Don't sound very sure. Well, I've never traveled in the hell dimension before, so it's kind of new. Okay. Do you still have that? Do you still have the mirror thing to talk to Higglemus? I accidentally, it's so funny you said that. I did drop it <laughs> and it broke. And I feel like a real dumb dumb about it. Mm. Um, no, yeah, I do still have it. Ask him what we're going to see. What, you- what, what could possibly attack us in there? Um,. Do you really want to know? Yeah. Do you know anything about pit fiends? We do, actually. Oh, the one, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those down there. Um, Hellhounds, there's a lot of those. Mm. Um, You're also going to have some, like, psychic issues, if I'm being honest, that you're going to need to kind of deal with. So moving quickly is like a really, it's a good call. If it, yeah. Okay. 
I'm very scared. Let's go. And you speak the incantation and perform the correct hand gestures, and the portal opens before you, and you are looking directly into a nightmare. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone, and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. 
April 25th is Taz. April 24th is my brother, my brother, and me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. You set foot into a hell dimension, and the air is painful. No, not hot, but burning. It's like a chemical burn where all you feel is uncomfortable. Everything, it hurts and itches and burns in a way that could never be relieved. And it's amazing how quickly you become accustomed to it. Not that you don't notice it anymore, but more that you accept that this is a pain and a discomfort that you will always feel. We have made the mistake and ended (laughs) up at the DMV. Classic. Rock and debris float in the air. Master vehicle. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Store. Rocks and debris float in the air in a mockery of physics. Corners and angles connect in a perversion of geometry that cannot be measured by mortal minds. The colors are difficult for your eyes to perceive, and trying to focus on any one thing for too long causes the headache like you've never experienced. I want uh, all three of you to make a wisdom saving. Uh, Sure not a constitution. Ooh, 19. 19 flat. 10 minus 1, that's a 9. The kid has a, oh man, natural 20. Ooh, you feel great. So uh, Fitzroy and the fear bog, uh, this discomfort, um, it begins to creep in, but you are able to push past and remember the purpose of this visit, what you need to do, and how quickly you need to move. But uh, Argo, you are overwhelmed by this discomfort, and it creeps not only uh, through your skin, but into your mind as well. And all you want to do is curl into a ball on the ground and try to block it all out. Hey. Oh, crap. Oh. You must keep moving. Uh... Look, this is good. I'm good right here. You all go ahead. I just need to uh, puke or catch my breath or something. Uh, no, just hold on to hold on to my belt loop. Uh, let's step now. The back look, belt loop. I, this is no. Oh, fudge cake. Oh no, this just got go. go uh, oh god, this is the worst. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, us splitting up is not a good idea, I imagine, in the hell dimension. So, like, let's make a chain and put... How does, uh, how does Jackal look? Uh, he's, he's looking good. He has dealt with discomfort and depression many times in his life. 
Uh, this okay. is this is no new field for him. Okay. Um, all right, seriously, let's go. I don't want to stay in this hell dimension. What's the, um, and where do, where is this empty out at? Uh, so basically about 100 yards ahead, it's, it's uneven ground. There are uh, lots of rocks and rock formations and everything, but you see about 100 yards um, the rock formation that Hig has described to you uh, that looks kind of like the, a curling uh, two-sided claw forming almost a complete circle um, that this is where you want to form that second opening. Okay. Are we invisible? Did I do my invisibility thing? Yes. Okay. I, if I, you I tell me you did, yeah. I believe you. Okay. I already marked down all the the many, many spell slots. That then I, I guess the answer okay. is yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Seriously, uh, Master Feeble, you're quite big. Can you make sure that Argo doesn't fall behind? Uh, yes. And I will tie, um, I probably can't pick him up. Can I pick him up? Do a strength check for me. Yeah. It's not necessarily my strong suit, but I'm a big boy. You are a big boy. I'm a big boy, but my strength is not great. Um, 14 plus, um, two, 16. Yeah. You're able to pick him up. You're moving a little slower. Um, so that is definitely going to uh, wear down any uh, like athletics checks, hypothetically, that you might need to make. Um, yeah. But you are now just carrying. To, for, just, to, just to give a stat, for example, that it might impact. Just hypothetically, if that were to come up, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Perhaps your, your speed is decreased. But you are now carrying your friend. Thank you, Furbolg. Thank you. I might have pooped my pants a little. I'm sorry. That is like the third time. And I, I also just now as Dungeon Master, I want to tell you guys that has nothing to do with whatever is going on in the hell dimension. I don't know why. Oh, okay, that. fantastic. Well, when you get psychic damage, just see if you shit your pants. I mean, you probably won't. That's not, it's not oh. really connected. I don't, I don't know why. Moving on in the hell dimension. Um, so you now have uh, two paths ahead of you. One uh, is going to travel over higher ground. Uh, and it will uh, leave you more exposed, hypothetically, but you are invisible, so that will help. Uh, but it looks to be a little more even of a pathway. Then there is another one that gives a little more cover with smaller rock formations, but it is going to be a little bit more difficult to traverse. I mean, we're invisible. Yeah, the easier path probably. The easier path would be great because of how invisible we are. Oh, wait, no. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> I just realized, I just realized, Griffin just realized something that I don't know if Sir Fitzroy Thunderman Maplecourt with his minus one intelligence modifier would remember. Uh, no, he would remember this. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, guys. I turned the invisibility spell off. Uh, pit, pit fiends have can, can see through illusions. Okay. Woo! <sighs> yeah, I was so, about to just have to break and be, just tell you because I felt so us, bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that was a. Uh, I literally wasted all the magic I had in the. I have one one very very small spell left in me, uh, and that's it. So I've really screwed us. So uh, we are now officially sneaking uh, uh, again, so, uh, immediately starting now. So, which pathway are you going to do? Maybe the safer path. Maybe the the hard safe path. The hard seems. path that's not going to just put a spotlight on us. Okay. Um. So everyone, go ahead and make a stealth check for me. Thirteen plus two, fifteen. Okay. 
14 plus 10, 24. Okay. So you had a bad day. You got a fail. Oh, boy. And you fucked it all up. Okay. Your family is dead. The kill by devils. <laughs> okay. I thought you had a magic cloak, but it was a lie. Well, all right. Come under my cloak, he said. Have some laughs. Okay. Um, in the distance, you I hear... Time to sneak. I'm going to begin sneaking in three, <laughs> two, one. You are in the middle of this uneven pathway, trying to sneak your way through. And uh, Fitzroy, you step on some uneven stones and they give out beneath you. Um, and you land heavily uh, with whatever metal is on your body, be it armor, be it weapons, making quite a loud clanging noise. And it's hard for you not to make a loud oof sound. And when you stand up, you also see that you are bleeding slightly. So go ahead and take, it's three damage. It's not bad. It's a little cut on your arm. Okay. But you hear in the distance, not too far off, the howl of hellhounds. Uh, run. So I now need you all to make athletics checks. Wait a minute. You swore. <laughs> you <laughs> swore this wouldn't be a factor. Uh, and and Fearbulg, you have got disadvantage. Uh, Don't even need it. Man, I really screwed everyone over here except me because I'm quite good at athletics. I rolled a 15 plus 6, 21. Uh, that's a 10 plus 5 15 and my second roll is a 12 plus 5 17 okay so 15 Argo you don't have to roll because he's carrying yeah maybe I didn't too bad I rolled a 16 plus 4 that'd be dirty 20 you're very athletically being carried Uh, okay so Fitzroy you are fleet footedly moving across the stones you are doing great Jackal is right behind you Fearbulg you are moving at a steady pace you're not tripping over anything but you are not moving nearly as quickly as as Fitzroy is Um, and the banging of hellhounds is getting louder and louder Fitzroy you reach uh, the rock formation um, and the Fearbulg is still about 20 yards behind you. And from this higher vantage point, you are able to see about another 30 yards uh, behind him are the Hellhounds. And I also want you to go ahead and make a perception check for me. Fuck. We're playing a lot of D&D. Uh, that is a 17 plus 3, 20. So off in the distance to your right, you see a shining Onyx Palace. Not too far away, but definitely not as close as everything is to you. Uh, you know, the, the rock formation, the headhounds, all of that. And you would hazard a guess that this is Gray's home. In front of the main entrance, you see a portal. And this portal is far more defined and larger than the one you have come through or the one you've seen Gray come through. And through it, you can see Nua. And with a 20... You are able to determine that it looks like the God Scar Chasm. And in the middle of the portal, you can just make out a silhouette. Can I tell whose silhouette? You cannot. Okay. And before you're able to dwell on this too much longer, the fear bulk reaches you and hot on his heels about uh, maybe 10 yards behind are the hellhounds. Uh, keep, continue, run, con- 
keep running. Seems like a pretty good plan. Did you open the other portal? Oh, uh, do, I, I mean, am I close enough? You yes, you have reached the rock formation. You you can open the portal. Yeah, I opened the fucking portal. Fitzroy, you scramble up the rock formation. You pass through the portal, and behind you is Jackal moving deftly across the rocks and into the portal. You turn to see the fear bulg struggling to mount the rocks with Argo over his shoulders. He's close, very close. You reach out a hand to help him, and the three of you stumble and land on the ground as a hellhound leaps through the portal, its jaws open, ready to strike, as a sword whistles through the air, lopping off the hellhound's head and splattering you with ichor. A hand reaches down to help you from the floor. Whose hand? Above you, stands Hieronymus Wiggenstaff, a little unsteady, but ready for battle. You really threw us a bone there, and that's the first of what it's going to be. A lot of dog-based jokes. Oh, I get it. I get it, because I was a dog. Um... And he hands you all uh, some, some uh, you know, canteens of water and says, I, I know what traveling through the hell dimension can be like. Not great. Unpleasant. I pooped my pants a little. Yeah, this dude needs pants. Um, hey, we got some poison friends in there. Um, did you bring some sort of, uh, you know, ointment? Dakota comes out uh, helping Crabtree. Uh, Marie is uh, with Mosh and Sabor uh, is with Ramos uh, and they make their way uh, up towards Marie's uh, headquarters through her to her office. Uh, I mean, we should definitely go there, too, because you all follow. Yeah, because Master Fearbolg has been also poisoned and Argo just had a real bad trip. So you all make your way to her office. Um, she takes some time. Uh, and, and during which everyone is fairly quiet and lets her work. Um, and when she's done, she looks exhausted. She has been working very hard, but everyone is stabilized. Uh, she has been able to uh, make the, the poison reverse its course. <laughs> and I go, enough- <clears throat> and... Uh- just very subtly gesture to the one inch little scratch on my arm. <clears throat> uh, she puts a bandaid on it that has an animated character on it. Which character? <gasps> There's a Larry the Lime. She puts a Larry the Lime bandaid on it. Oh, fantastic. Yep, and, and gives you a lollipop. <clears throat> um, and uh, with you, uh, Argo, it's a little more difficult. It takes a little more time and involves uh, magic. And so you are definitely coming back around. The The psychic damage is healing, but you are absolutely exhausted. And once everyone is stabilized and, and taken care of... Did I get a lollipop? Well, do you want a lollipop? Were you a good boy? Would, I thought maybe something citrus flavor. Were you a brave boy? I was a very... No. <laughs> but I kept pooping my pants. You did keep pooping pants. had to carry me. I was very much a, a bad, not brave boy. You get a consolation lollipop. It's actually bigger than the good boy lollipop. It's BS. And it's lime flavored. Mm. Um, and so everyone uh, is now sitting as much in a circle as you can be while reclining in recovery beds and, and chairs and whatnot. Uh, and 
it's it's clear that they've all stuck around because things need to be discussed, but no one seems to know where to start. Uh, first things first, Master Fearbolg, how are you feeling? How's your arm? It is fine, little tingly. You feel up to a swim yet? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You have to wait one hour after being poisoned. Before <laughs> after you being swim. poisoned and traversing the hell dimension. <laughs> they do say that. I, this is the greatest shame. I have not learned to swim. Oh, um, yeah, that's fine. It's not a, really a skill that you need as long as you don't go near big bodies of water. This is how I felt until the opportunity was removed from me. Sure. <laughs> Oh man! Next episode is just going to be an hour-long scene of Argo teaching the Fearbolg how to swim. I would fucking watch it, um, yeah. and you will. You'll you'll be in like a beach chair having a mai tai. Uh, I make sure the door to the uh, to the uh, hospital here is closed, and say, "Yeah, so that's basically what we're dealing with." Um, we're, I mean, we're learning on the ground too, sort of building the proverbial wagon beneath us as it rolls but um yeah any questions uh and they all kind of look at one another and mosh turns and looks at you fitzroy and says what can we do to help mm. i mean we were figuring we enlist 10 friends and then you enlist Ten friends, and then it's a war pyramid, a sort of war pyramid. <laughs> yes, um, I've never planned a, a war effort before. N- none of us have. So, um, does anyone know how to do that? Do a war. Do a war. Good. Has anyone here ever won a war? Well, no. Cool, cool, and good, and perfect, and good. How long has it been since that night that... How long in the six months have we used? You know, let's say a week. Okay, so not that long. Okay. No, no, no. We're still still pretty fashionate. Um, and, and Mosh and Jackal look at each other and go, I mean, we could, we could ask. Yeah, I think that maybe see if we can bring it in. Yeah? Okay. Uh, You're being very cryptic. Well, it's not a member of... Of the unbroken chain, but if it's planning a war you're doing, you're going to want to talk to Oz. The great and powerful? No. That was unavoidable, Travis. The, yeah, you the did. War, yeah, I'm leaning into no, that No, the war forged, Asmondalius. And you know, Asmondalius is a uh, professor here, is a teacher here. It is a war forged. Uh, that teaches strategy, and that is for upper-level heroes and villains. So you have not had a class with it uh, to this point. I mean, that sounds pretty radical. Um, do you think that what what were the uh, pronouns for? Was it it for Osmondalius? Okay. In this, perf- in it, and I'm not saying this is true of all Warforged across all Dungeons and Dragons, but here in Nua, Warforges identify as it. Okay, uh, so. I mean, we could ask it for its help. Do you think it would lend us help? Do you, uh, I mean... Uh, it can be difficult. Uh, it isn't always hmm, easy to talk to. Uh, but 
you know, it's it's a good it's a good Warforged. It does a good job. It's good at its job. Let's put it that way. If you can get it on it on your side, uh, it will be a huge help. <sighs> I, can I bring up a, a a question? And I've been wondering this for quite a while. Is, is there any way possible that we can come up with some way to detect who is on Gray's side? Because we already know, you know, we knew that he had a you know a mole. He, I assume he's got more moles. Is there any way to be able to tell if somebody is touched by a demon? What, you mean just some kind of magic spell that makes people tell the truth no matter what? What is this? Yeah, that's bullshit. No, that's, that's, that, that's crazy. There's no such thing. There's no but such I mean, thing? How something... would you magic someone into telling the truth? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, in some kind of zone or something. But no, no that's impossible. All we have it is our could... instincts and our insight, boy. Crabtree, could you artifice something that, you know... Like a pair of sunglasses, and if we look through them, they, you know, we could tell they were a, a monster. Well, yeah, we, I, I mean, we could make some glasses that see through illusion, but I don't think you're dealing with illusion here. I think you're just dealing with, you know, bad people, corrupt individuals, evil. <clears throat> yes. Um. Uh, we are a secret society. I can say we now because I've been inducted. And uh, well, we haven't done. Mosh says we haven't done. Mosh, the, I mean, you're, you're in. Uh, yeah, I mean, always you're always Mosh. Am I right, I'm everyone? Just saying it's not official. You're, you're always yeah. with Mosh. Always. <laughs> um, I I've been wrestling with something, and I have struggled to bring it up because, frankly, it is a fairly unheroic idea. Uh, but hey. Technically speaking, I'm a villain, so I don't know that I want to go to war. And I don't know about the rest of you, but I, I, I it's not out of fear for myself, but out of the necessary cost that war entails. By which I mean dead people, lots of them. Lots of people dying on a battlefield. Like, that's not my... Is that anyone's jam here? Because it's super not mine. Everyone, you know, kind of is making eye contact with each other and shaking their head like, no, it's kind of a direct opposition to what uh, the the unbroken chain is kind of all about. Okay, yes, I figured that that was the case. So, I mean, we can keep up the pretenses of planning a war to, you know, snooker whatever other moles that Grey has at this facility, but... What would you all think about just kind of rolling up on Gray while he's asleep and, like, stabbing him in the brain or something? Oh, that is so roguey. That, oh, I, yeah, I'm, all, I'm down for that. That's assassinating. I just, it, that whole experience was quite bad. A lot of us got poisoned, and then there was a fouling of pants that I'm not going to sort of name names. But well, I could roll better than... I could have a better wisdom we, That is I'm a sure. problem we would for sure need to solve, but I'm pretty sure Gray showed us where, like, his house and everything is. So... I, I, it just seems like a better plan to me than, you know, thousands of people dying on battlefields or whatever. And Hieronymus uh, says, I... I am on board with this plan, if we could rid 
existence of Grey, we would be doing a service no matter how we do it. But I'll tell you this. If Grey catches wind of this plan, he will not wait six months. He will launch whatever attack he has ready, and he will not be going to war for sport at that point. He will be going to war for blood. That was scary. <laughs> that was intense. That was Do not underestimate Gray. No, I mean, he sneezed and nearly poisoned uh, half of us to death, so I'm, I'm not underestimating Gray, but it seems like we stand just as, you know, good a chance of defeating him uh, in my sort of suggested sneak into his bedroom and stab him in the brain plan than we do on the field of battle, which will also prove much more costly. So, uh, I mean, everyone here can keep a secret, right? Oh, oh God. This is not ideal. <laughs> oh. Org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.